0: Welcome. I'm Peggy Caruso, host of the Revolutionized podcast. I am the owner of Life Coaching and Beyond. I am an executive and personal development coach, an author, and an eight time entrepreneur. I am the author of three books in the revolutionized series that have been trademarked and the fourth one to come out in the fall of 2019. So every week we have a really wonderful guest and this week uh, our guest is Craig and Santa and I am going to welcome him and let him tell a little bit about himself. Hi Craig.
1: Hi Peggy. Thanks for having me on.
0: Sure. Can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do?
1: Yeah, so I run a company called Craig & Zana Media. I started out as a freelancer um, and that company is growing now to include other contractors and other services. So basically, we help experts promote themselves online throughout whatever digital services are needed to do that.
0: Well, that's amazing because you can have people from all over the world. You can have all kinds of clients, right?
1: Yeah, it's great. for a really long time, I've wanted to be able to be location independent. Uh, so this was a move specifically towards that, that I can have clients. I have clients in Seattle, in Los Angeles, Austin, Texas, here in Du Bois, Pennsylvania. And it allows me to work from my laptop, from a coffee shop, anywhere. Uh, which is a pretty cool uh, lifestyle.
0: It is, and you're young. So um, I love young people that are not afraid to venture out and start a business. Do you feel as though you know, being young and starting out, did you, did it come easy? Did you have any obstacles along the way?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, No, it did not come easy. Nothing comes easy. Uh, Especially like, I mean, anyone that starts a business, I think would tell you it's like, it doesn't seem easy, but then it's always like harder than it initially seems to. There's just so many more obstacles than you realize, especially when you're working with clients, because I mean, I actually worked different jobs throughout my 20s and quit those jobs two different times to become a freelancer and try to make my own business as a freelance video producer at one point, video editor at one point, and now uh, digital marketing in general. I learned lessons both of those other times where I basically ran out of money and couldn't keep going and I had to go back and get a job and try to start from scratch again until Now things are going pretty well. We'll see how long (laughs) I can make it work. But
0: well, that's that's really um, good. And that you didn't look at them as failures and give up. You went back in. Um, You know, I've. I've tell everyone I've had eight businesses and I've been very successful, but it wasn't always like that. Yeah. I had a lot of heartaches. I had a lot of setbacks. I lost my life savings a couple times. There are times where you think, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to make it, but I've always persevered. I've always believed in, you know, the good that I was doing. And so I'm very fortunate that... You know, I have been successful, but it's funny how many people look at you and think like, oh, you just, it's always, you don't know, you've always been through it, you know, the success part of it, but no, you aren't. Um, business is hard. It's hard to go in by yourself, but you know, it's very oh, rewarding yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, life is hard enough as is, and then to try to run your own business, like, I mean, it gives you a new appreciation for business owners, especially small business owners, because sure. there's just so much more to it than... And there's so many times where it's like you have to pay somebody I don't have employees. I have subcontractors, but still I have to pay them. And it's like, you know, I'm waiting on invoices from clients, and my budget's extremely thin during like last month was like that. I had I was waiting on uh, invoices from clients, some really big invoices. The work was already done, so I needed to pay my my contractors, and I had no way I had to put it in debt on credit cards, basically. And then eventually it all worked out, but that's scary (laughs) because it's like taking a personal risk, especially when it's a sole proprietor uh, owned business. Everything is, it's very stressful (laughs) and that's a lot to, to handle on top of trying to manage life in general.
0: Sure. So let's talk about some of the complications. Like I told you, I, you know, I've, I've ran into a lot of negativity. Plus I raised two kids financially, emotionally by myself and, um, you know, my son was very sick to keep uh, a job and start a business on the side. It was all, all real hard.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, ran into a lot of uh, personal difficulties. Um, how about you? What are some things you ran into?
1: Yeah. I mean, so my whole life I've dealt with a lot of mental health issues. It runs in my family, my dad and my mom, both. Um, and when they were growing up, unfortunately, it's just not a thing that people talked about. So like they didn't sure. really get the care that they needed luckily for my generation it's a very open thing and it's okay to talk about and it's becoming more okay to talk about there's less stigma attached to it so but it still took me until i was 26 to go to a doctor and say i think i need help um after struggling with depression and anxiety and uh, really serious addiction problems through my early 20s which was part of the reason that i had trouble keeping a job and keeping uh, my freelance work going was because especially when you're working for yourself You have no one telling you you have to show up to work. So if you want to get drunk, then (laughs) you can. Um, I was a very high functioning addict, but uh, it still was destroying everything, my relationships and everything. And it's, I still struggle with that now. Um, I've learned a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot about habits and the way that our brain works through the last couple years that have helped me dig myself out of that and stay sober and stay at least moderately happy <laughs> enough that i can continue to function um and you know you have periods of where things are going well um and unfortunately it seems like i keep getting to this point and i see other people that have mental health issues you get to a point where you're like oh i think i figured it out uh, i i went to a therapist we worked on all my traumas or whatever and we've like went through all the coping mechanisms for depression uh so now i'm good <laughs> and as soon as you like let your guard down and you stop really putting the effort into your own mental health. It come it sneaks back up on you every sure. single time, uh, especially for people that have, you know, chemical imbalances that I take medication for it and that helps, but it doesn't solve the problems. There's still the negative thought loops and stuff that have been growing my entire life, which you as a life coach understand, like sure. the power of internal words and things.
0: You bet. Yeah. But,
1: and so you imagine if you've been saying these things to yourself for 26 years and then you learn that they're not like that. That's not you. You don't have to say those things to yourself uh, and that you can fight it and everything and, and fighting it is what helps. But if you get lazy about it, they're the de- they're the default. You're going to go back to those. And I don't know if that ever changes. Is
0: Sure. I think mental is, is like physical. Okay. So you, yeah, you do the sit ups, you're, you get sore, you know, you don't want to keep going cause you're so sore, but if you keep going you get stronger, You know, they become easier and you can, you know, increase how many you do. Your mind is the same way. You have to work really, really hard. And it's harder because it's something that we just, it's not tangible. We can't touch it, feel it, see it. So we tend not to believe in the power of the mind, which is extremely, extremely powerful. So do you use, because you have heard me many times in my coaching, talk about positive affirmations. So when a negative thought comes in, if you continually... Um, counter it with the exact opposite that's positive, it's kind of like the fake it till you make it thing. But it does work because you're pushing the negative out. Negative is the dominant emotion and they both can't occupy the mind at the same time. So of course, negative is going to win. But if you continually push that positive affirmation, then you can start to turn it around. Do you do that?
1: I do. And I honestly, I had a problem with that recently where I had felt like I was faking it for so long mm-hmm. and it just like wasn't fixing cause it, it felt like um, I was lying to myself. Like I like I'd say right. these things that like you are valuable, you know, you're not a fraud. Like, you know, you I had like real imposter syndrome as an artist, right? Like every artist kind of has that where you're like, I've been doing this for 14 years and people pay me a lot of money to do it. So I must be okay at it. But in my head, I'm like, you have no idea what you're doing. (laughs) So it's like those kind of things are things that really get to me because I care about my craft. So feeling like I'm not any good at it is, is like basically the, the most like detrimental thing I can say to myself. So reminding myself like, Oh, You are good at what you do. You have lots of training. You've been, you have awards for it. You've been recognized for it. You make money from it. Like there's literally no clue in actual reality that you're not good at this thing, except that you're just telling yourself that because of whatever reason, because it's like self sabotage. Right. But no matter how many times I tell myself that I still, because that other underlying thing was there, I still felt like I was lying to myself uh, and it would work temporarily, but eventually it would just kind of. The facade would come crashing down in my head. What recently I think I found is 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 meticulously going through, and I journal a lot. And this
0: Yay. is like, yeah, I mean,
1: that's <laughs> huge. I know that like sometimes men think it's a little weird to like journal, but it's, it's not. It's like, I and mean, you look at the most successful entrepreneurs out there; they all will say journal has yes. helped them.
0: It tracks your progress.
1: Act, absolutely, and it, it allows you to basically, Yeah, it allows you to really analyze yourself, and, and you know, a life unexamined is not worth. Right. <laughs> um, so going through meticulously and saying, okay, these are the things that I struggle with, uh, like in my self-confidence or in my, um, self-worth, what are things that I could like actual actions I could take to make sure that I know, test it basically, like, like with the, with, I'll use video editing as the example, because sometimes I'll just get stuck on a video and I'll just be bashing my head against my desk, like, why is this not working? I must not know what I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. And I've learned that at the end of the day, I have to get it done and turn it into the client because when I do, almost always, I've never had a video that I've turned into a client and they've said, wow, this sucks, (laughs) this is bad. Every video you turn in, there's a couple notes or something, but it's like, it's never as bad as I think it is when I'm looking at it in the editing software. I'm always just getting in my head. So like I've learned to actually take instead of just the positive affirmations to actually push through and take the actions in the real world that make those positive affirmations. Come true and bounce back to me. So it's not just me saying those things. I can hear it from somebody else, or I can see it in the actions of other people.
0: And you've mastered that. I teach you can't trick your mind, but you start by tricking your mind. So you do have to start there. Absolutely, it's controversial, but moving into action, you are going to accomplish what your positive affirmations are. Right, because you have what you back up with faith. You have faith that you can do this, you will do this, and so it. It solidifies the positive affirmation and it will come to fruition. So, if you start by tricking your mind, even though you can't really trick your mind, then you move into action and that's what creates. Really, all you're doing it. is
1: creating an on ramp for the action. Yes. Like you need the only way that you're going to change your mental state is by getting feedback from the real world around you. And the only way you're going to yes. interact with the real world is to actually do something to take action. Uh, because you could sit in your mind and think of all the ways that things could go wrong or could go right all day, but that doesn't do anything unless there's a time and place for planning. But that's when anxiety starts to take over is when you try to meticulously plan every little thing without actually just doing the thing. Uh and in business that's like incredibly important because it's like you could sit there and have the perfect plan for a business, but if you don't do the work, if you do the things,
0: you gotta move into action,
1: (laughs) then nothing's gonna happen. You're never gonna make any money and then you're gonna end up right where you started. Um, which I've definitely fallen into that trap before. I'm definitely a, a planner, which is funny because I end up planning and planning and planning and saying, screw it. I'm not gonna go with any of the plan. I'm just gonna wing it. <laughs> and then when I wing it, things work. So it's it's like, I let my anxiety run rampant and then I just allow it to just go. Like that's, that's something I've learned though. I used to be super uptight and anxious. So the whole like, oh, I'll just wing it, whatever. It's all good mentality that people see from me now is a total reinvention of who I am. Like if people knew me when I was like 18, they would be like, who is this guy now?
0: (laughs) And they wouldn't have trusted you or worked with you. And I can attest because I hired you and I think you're excellent at what you do. So if you ever have any issues that you are uh, doubting your, your business worth, just give me a call. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I'm,
1: I'm grateful to have a lot of clients that I work with that, that I respect them and the fact that they, want to, and I mean, I, I work with literal millionaires, people that are incredibly successful in their, uh, their businesses, like the people in Seattle that I work with, uh, the one of the client that I have in New York, they're really, really successful people. Uh, so the fact that they're choosing to work with me when it's the internet, they could work with anybody they want. Sure. Clearly there's something there. So it's like, it's not real. Those, those anxieties and that imposter syndrome, it's not real, but it's, it feels real in, in your head. Um, and then, you know, I, I have that added layer of like the addiction issues that I I deal with where that's my coping mechanism mm-hmm. is to my biggest thing was alcohol. But I always just would basically anything that would keep me from being sober because then you just don't have to think about reality. That's like this added layer that I still struggle with. I mean, I'm now 22 days sober again after spending very long time sober. I had three years is my longest stretch. Um, but it's again kind of like the mental health thing. It's not like, oh, just one day it's solved. It's a continuing process of learning how to deal with new issues that come up with life and not use those old coping mechanisms that are not healthy.
0: I'm so proud of you because so many people are afraid to talk about, you know, where they fell short or what they what they suffer with and it is in no way any any reflection on you as a business person you've proven success and I you know, I, I think that's absolutely wonderful, but I give you credit for being able to talk about it because some people have You know, they judge or some people will be like they can't understand it because they've never gone through it. But what they have to understand is we're all human. People will look at me and say, well, what do you know? You're you know, you're always positive. So you've got this down. And and I say, no, (laughs) sometimes, you know, the things I teach you, I also I work on myself every day. because how you learned it. Exactly. I'm human. So am I ever going to be. You know, angry, but I just know how to get out of it. I know the tools and the techniques. I know what to do, and just like you do, you know what to do. So I don't think people should judge other people. I think we all can continually work on ourselves because nobody's perfect.
1: Yeah, I'm really grateful that I, and in the last year, I've become much more open about uh, my addiction problems and my depression and especially on social media. and it's it's crazy to me the amount of people, that will come up to me and say like wow thank you so much for yeah, sharing that. And it's like it's I always thought it was like a little bit selfish to focus on like self-healing um, and like uh, like aggressively trying to better myself but what I've realized is that you know the best way to influence other people is by example and I mean, it's like the same with like your kids right. and with just in general, like if you want to convince someone to do something, the best way to do it is to live by example. And if they, if you, if you truly are living a life that they're like, wow, I want to live that, then they're going to copy you. The humans do that. We copy each other. We look sure. at It's one of our base, like ways that we learn, especially when we're kids and we never lose that is the mirroring effect where we look at our parents and we look at the people around us and we say that's how we learn to eat and things we look at the way that they're doing things and we copy them so if and we do that as an adult some people consciously like i like to look at okay who are my who are the people that i work with clients that i have that i want to be more like in this way in business or in, in personal life and what what are they doing to get there and like i try to purposely copy those things but a lot of people do it subconsciously they'll just there's people in their lives that they look up to and they're like sure you know or they get stuck in the pattern of not having anyone in their life that they look up to and that's really dangerous as well uh one of my mentors always says that and this is somebody else's quote but you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with yep so, like, if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of negative people, if you're surrounding yourself—that's what bunch you of people will become. Party all the time. Yes. You have to remove yourself from that environment. Not right. that you have to not care about those people, or love those people, but you have to do what's right for you. And what I've seen is when I step out of the that environment, other people come with me eventually. Sure. People, some, some of them, unfortunately, not everybody. Especially in the like partying addiction area. Like, I have friends that are now sober also, and it's such a beautiful thing. And it's painful to watch the friends that are still going through those same cycles over and over and over again, someone with varying levels of problems with it. But at the end of the day, like I can't fix their problems for them. All that I can do is give them an example of what other life, what other way life could look like. And if they want help getting there, I can help them do that. But
0: And you're doing that right here today by encouragement. Like, you know, I know a lot of people that took their life. My sister is one of them. Most wonderful person in the world, and it doesn't have to be that way. So I think the more we talk about it and encourage each other and be there for one another and help, I think that's the intent, especially of this show. So um, we're going to wrap it up. But is there any final statement you want to make to everybody for encouragement?
1: I mean, I see you said your your sister took her own life. That's... I've thought about that my entire life since I was, I remember contemplating suicide when I was like 14 years old. Um, and I'm so glad that I never did it. I am too. <laughs> because I just have, and I, I still have periods of time where it, it, recently, like a week ago, I was sitting there and I had these suicidal ideations. It, it was coming from all of those levels of like, uh, like self-confidence issues or whatever, self-worth issues. And... It always, the thing that keeps me going through, and I, I want people to that are struggling with that, whether they're open about it or whether they're dealing with it secretly, which I know a lot of people are, yes. just keep going because eventually it gets better Yes. and then it gets worse again and then it gets better again. Like it, I, I think that's also unfair when people are like, it gets better because it doesn't get better and then stay better.
0: Right. It's a, it's a, you, it's a constant roller you have coaster, to, continually you have to work just on it.
1: keep going because there's going to be moments that are going to be totally worth sticking around for.
0: You know, I, in my head, and I know we're running over a little bit, but I think it's an important subject. And when my sister went through that, like at the time I couldn't understand, cause I, I would never even contemplate, you know, killing myself. I love life too much. I'm too grateful, but I realized that you know, it's not always them. It's a sickness. It's something else that's an Absolutely. That's an influence. It's not her. That isn't who she was. She was a very wonderful person. And so um, thank you so much for encouraging people out there. And if, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and maybe talk about it more or, you know, get your input on being able to still start a business and stuff like that, how can they get a hold of you?
1: Um, I'm everywhere on the internet as Craig and Zanna. So if you want to find me on any of the social media platforms, I go through periods of deleting them and downloading them again. So I might not respond to you right away, but, uh, and also my email is just Craig and Zanna at com, And my website is Craig and com. You can find all my business services and stuff there too.
0: Great. And if somebody can't get a hold of you and they have questions for me, you can always go to my website. All my information is there is lifecoachingandbeyond.com. So thank you for joining in to the revolutionized podcast, and we will see you next time.